<laughs> I mean, you did. It, it felt like once they invoked Mason's name, you did get more. You get a, you got a like you were okay with it. You were just kind of like befuddled. But then when they compared you to Mason, you uh, you seemed um, offended. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I was offended. I just honestly, though, when we just played it back and I heard it and I heard what Lindsay said, I like there was a word that she said right from the beginning that just did not register with me. And the notion of name dropping. Listen, here's the thing about me, George. I'm a name dropper. OK, like, like I, I can't run from that. I name drop. It's true. I do it. Sometimes I actually will say in advance, get ready. I'm about to name drop. Yesterday, though, I was just going to see if I could slide it by, you know, Hey, you know, I really didn't have a strong opinion about what these guys were doing. Thought I'd seek the uh, the opinion of a real expert in the industry. So I called Adrian Gonzalez, the former first baseman of the Dodgers, and I thought I could just keep rolling. But I got called out on it. It's true. I did. Well, I just want to say that you, you mentioned the word. I said a word in the beginning that didn't register with you. Yeah, yeah. So if we were to listen back to the rejoin, Morales played it, you know, mentioned it. I literally just said... Did you drop something that you need to pick up? I repeated myself. What there did you not register? Like, what, well, it's not like I said go, a weird word. No, no, it wasn't a weird word. It was just, I think that I, I, I don't know. I, I just go back and listen to it again. There was the first part of what you said that I was like, I don't know what she said. Uh, even listening to it just now, I didn't know what it was. Okay. Well, but we'll nonetheless. All right, then play the open one more time. Let's hear it. Go ahead, Laura. Play it one more time if we have it. Do we have it? Is it yes. like readily available? Give, she, yes, give us two oh, seconds. it's not readily available. It's really ready. long, it's though. Ready. We could just stop it, though. KSPN, Los Angeles. KRDC AM 1110, Pasadena, Los Angeles. A little, A little sabor. It is George Sedato. It is Scott Kaplan. Sedato and Cap is on for a feel-good Friday afternoon. I'm going to have yeah. to say respectfully, I'm going to disagree. Okay, why is that? I don't know. Well, well, well. Yes, I know. We got real Dodgers talk. It's a celebration victory Friday. But first. You got any money? You got any stuff? I have to highlight yesterday when Cap, not shockingly, missed the joke. I love the music. I actually called Adrian Gonzalez, the former Dodger first baseman. I said, what do you think about well, wait, this wait, move? Wait, wait, wait. Did you have something you had to pick up there? Wait a second. Say it again. Did you drop something you had to pick up there? Did I drop something I need to pick up there? Yeah, yeah didn't you hear dropper. the beginning of that? Yeah, bro, you don't get it? Name drop. What? Yeah, you, you definitely did not understand what she said at the right. beginning, but then she repeated it. Right, when she repeated it, then I, I was like, wait. Because at first it was like this, Lindsay. You were like, did, 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 did you I drop said, something? I did you drop something? Well, Sorry. it was a little bit. No, okay, it was either okay. way, you act like I, I said something in French. No, no, it yeah. wasn't in French. It just was in mumble. And so in mumble, I didn't understand it. But even if you, even if you would have said it perfectly crystal clear, I still didn't get it. Right. So it, it didn't really matter. You could have said it in all mumble or in perfect clarity, in total stereo. I still didn't get it. Yeah. But I will get it next time, by the way. Next time I name drop and you tell me that I dropped something and I need to pick it up, next time I'll know you that it was a it. name drop. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if we're going to go to that well anymore. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm with Laura. Yeah. Well, I'm planning on still name dropping, just so you guys know. Oh, okay. we know that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I will we're name not, drop. We're not expecting anything else, to be right. frank with you. Prepare. So. Prepare for yeah. the name drop. In fact, I yeah. may drop a few coming up here so soon, real soon. Yeah. Like what? Go ahead. Give us a, just go. Give, well, give us the name. you know, guys, drop. today, earlier today, you know, I just happened to call Dave Roberts to, you know, just kind of talk to him a little bit afterwards after the game. The manager you know. of the Dodgers. Yeah. Right, 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 yes. right. Yeah, so I just called Dave Roberts up, you know, just because you could have just called the guy whose name is Dave Roberts because there's a lot of those too. So there's that. No, no, I was actually calling the guy, Dave Roberts, the uh, the manager of the Dodgers, and I was calling him to talk to him about what happened last night. You know, see that, Lynn? See the way I name dropped? Yeah, but you really weren't going to call him. No, I actually really did call him. 
Did he answer? He did not. No, as a matter of fact, yeah. he didn't. No, no, no. No. Good question, Lindsay. He's busy. Yeah, he's a busy guy. <laughs> not to mention he busy might be flying cross country. Yeah, champagne, cross country flight. And uh, hey, um, Cap, listen, so I don't know if you realize this or not, but we're like in the middle of like a really intense playoff race. So you calling me and texting me, it's like, um, I'll get back to you here in a couple weeks when this thing's are, over. Are, are you one, like, uh, now you don't actually expect Dave Roberts to text you back, right? Like in that situation. 100% I do. 100%. I was just going to say, of course do. he does. Of course I do. Like, okay, I'll give you an example, right? Like there, I, so not Dave Roberts, but there are like during the NBA finals, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the general manager of the Phoenix Suns, James Jones, and I, literally go back 20 plus years and i'll send him a text but i'm not expecting him to get back to me he eventually gets back to me you i mean it's in the middle of the finals you know what i'm saying yeah. like yeah so like he gets back to me like a day or two later and it's like oh thanks bro good to hear from you you know like but like you expect him like in the immediacy to drop whatever he's doing right let's say he's meeting with his coaches or just talking to players or just kind of getting ready for the game plan meeting with andrew friedman or whoever right and just getting ready for the braves and traveling right. across the country you expect an immediate immediate return of the text well i just expect that if you're holding your phone and you get the text and you see that you know hey i got a text oh it's from this guy okay yeah i mean I'll, real quickly i'll get back to him but um, yeah, I do. I kind of expect that. Yes, I do. Um, yeah, I, I think that. Have you have you ever not responded to somebody's text? I have in, immediately, like when you have your phone in your hand. Yeah, like for example, today somebody texted me, yeah, and the text said, "Call me." And you know what? I might have called this person back, but it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Instead of saying, "Hey, if you get a minute, could you please do me a favor and give me a call?" Instead, yeah. it was, "Call me." And I was like, you know what? I'm not calling you. I don't like the way you're talking to me. And I don't even know if, if what you're saying is in the tone that I'm receiving it because it's in text, but I'm getting it as call me. Right. Versus, now, my guess is you're assuming that that person is saying it in a tone that you dislike because that person might regularly speak to you in a tone you dislike. Well, I just feel like this person, rather than saying, hey, could you do me a favor and please give me a ring back? I, I need to talk to you about something. I mean, that's a lot to text, bro. It's a lot more efficient to say, hey, call me. How about, please give me a ring. But call okay. me. Call yeah. me sounds like I'm telling you what to do. And I, you know, I, I, you know me. I got a little problem with authority, you know? <laughs> you're a crazy person, man. I swear to God, you're a crazy person. Now, Laura, if I text you, call me. What are you going to do? If I can, I'm going to call you. Right. That's it. I mean, but you don't think I'm calling you to tell you what to do. You think I'm calling you because I need you to call me, right? Yeah, like if I don't understand why the the big deal, Lindsay. If I text you, call me. Are you are you, are you calling me back? Yeah, for sure. And you're okay, just assuming I need something really quick. That's probably... I would assume it's it's somewhat important. If you just right. text the words "call me" and nothing else, I would assume it's it's rather important. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So what? You did not call this person back. That no. see, that's your B, right? Yeah. Uh, to use right. your parlance, <laughs> that's your B because that person probably really needed you at that particular <laughs> moment, and you were not there for them. Well, you know what? I couldn't call this person because I was standing by waiting for Dave Roberts to call me back, and I didn't want to have to say. So let, let's oh, get yeah. back to that. The fact that you are you, now, what is a an appropriate timeline in your mind for him to get back to you on that text? I'd say like maybe six months or so. I don't know. Oh, like okay. That. Well, then. then. <laughs> Dang you! No, look, I, I, look. Here's what I'm saying. I sent Dave Roberts a text saying, "Yo, Dave." congratulations, what a series, yeah. incredible, right. et cetera. And Phenomenal. hey, right, and, and look, 
if you have five minutes today, man, would we love to chat with you on the air. Now, I know it's asking a lot. <laughs> I know I'm See, pulling See, but in. that's where you screwed it up. That's Why? where you screwed it up. See, this is the thing. Why do you yeah. have to congratulate him and then you, you're congratulating him, Dave right. Roberts, okay? Right. But right. then you're like, congratulations to you. I'm, be, I'm doing this really nice thing by, by, by congratulating you on your great accomplishment, okay? Right. Yeah. But I also want you to do a favor for me. Correct. Correct. And so my thought But that's not is, genuine. You don't really care that much. If you, you just want it to be about you. Well, no, no, no. But here's the thing. If I would have just texted, Dave, got five minutes to come on the air? Like, to no. me, that's rude. How about just, me, Dave, congrats, man. Well, yeah, it was, it, was, it was start off with a pleasantry and a congratulations. And you were just cozying up to him just yeah, to get him on the show. This was yeah, not well, about what you, that you were genuinely happy for him. No, I am genuinely happy for him. But I also was thinking, hey, listen, if you can spare five minutes today, man, would it be a wait, fun thing to get you on the wait, air? But that is so, that's self-serving. This is of not. Of course it's self-serving. But, okay. But that's, yeah, I'm not, I'm not Nobody's from responding that. to that. Like, no, honest, I disagree. Yeah, no, no one's responding to that. No, really? So Not if you're like, that, I mean, I would say like, maybe if you're like really close to them, but I don't, I mean, I feel like you and him have a long-standing relationship, but I don't know if you guys are like boys, right? Like, I don't think you're that, right? Well, um, yeah, I don't listen. I'm not saying that uh, in the off season that Dave and I are spending, you know, every Saturday night together with okay, our Okay, are you, are you communicating with him non-baseball season? Yes. You got to understand, George, Dave Roberts, before he was the star manager of the Dodgers, he played Dave for the Roberts... Padres. Yeah. He was yeah, he worked for the Padre franchise. Yeah. He played for the Padres way back when. He is a guy that I've known for 20 yeah. years. Uh this is a person who I've been to his home. Um okay. I've, I've I've gone out to many lunches and dinners with I right. mean I have a real life relationship okay. with Dave and, Roberts. And how, when was the last time you had a real life relationship with him? Like were you and him communicated regularly? Within the last year. Like what is regularly? texting back and forth or you know he's been a guest on my podcast several times no no no, no. not guest on the podcast that doesn't count i don't count that mm -hmm. that's not a count okay. that doesn't count well what what do you, i mean what do you do we like, go out for you, dinner you said often? you were at his home which is awesome yes, like that's, that's right. a real that's relationship right. but when was the last real time relationship. you and him just like hung out socially oh it's been a little while it's been a little while it was just <laughs> okay yeah. yeah what's that yeah. What, 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 what give me a timeline a uh, year year and a half you know since the last Before time the I pandemic easily yeah yeah but okay, during, well, the the but during the pandemic, during the pandemic, during the pandemic, just one thing: when, during the pandemic, he actually needed something from me. Okay. And he he texted me. Yeah. And said, "Hey, we've got something going on. I could really use your help. Would you jump in and give me a hand?" And I'm like, "Of course, anything for you, man." Right. You know, there, there's a there's a very close knit group of guys that um, that all either played together at one time or kind of worked around each other at one time. And there's a group of them. There's probably about ten or twenty of them. And I'm connected to this group, and Dave's yeah. one of those guys. Yeah, and so you have I feel a, like I, I I get that you have a long-standing relationship with him. I just think that when you ask, when you give them the congratulations, hey man, yeah. really happy for you. Do you have a few minutes? And then you're asking them for the favor in the same text. I don't know, man. Immediately, well, I'm like, oh, bro, wait a second. Really? Let me let me see. Let me see the text. Uh, let's see here. Uh, no, wait a second. First text was just congrats. Okay, but you're sending like a series of texts in one sitting. Is what's then happening. the next text was, um, hey, I know it's crazy, but if you got five minutes, we'd really love to have you on. I know it's it's crazy times, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, listen, this, but, but George, so here's the thing. So you double texted Dave Roberts? Actually, yes, that's Ooh, right. Double text. What's worse, a double dip in like a sauce? Like, are you a double dipper on a sauce too? No, 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 no. I'm okay. very opposed to double dipping. Uh, okay, very okay, because I, I feel like 
Double text is not so bad if no you if you have a relationship with someone like I'm I'm fine. I, with, I as, think with Dave Roberts, I feel like it's a little bad. No, but but Scott does know him for a long time. Sure. I'm less worried about the double text uh, than than it would be if you were a double dipper. But, but here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. People. But you did ask him for something while congratulating him. It just doesn't feel as genuine anymore. Well, look, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying to somebody that you have a relationship with, "Hey, look, um, you had a really big night last night." And yeah. it's something that we're all going to be talking about. Yeah. And to get you to spend five minutes on the air yeah. is that's yeah. why you have these relationships. Yeah. You know, no, I mean, it, not really. You have these relationships because you want them to have a relationship. Like, well, no, what, I, I'm, what I'm saying is, is that when you're when you're in our industry and you're in it for a really long time and you make great relationships, that's part of the benefit of some of these relationships is the ability yeah. to contact this person and potentially get them to be part. But how of many what you're times doing. have you asked Dave to be on the on, on the radio with you recently? Recently, it's been yeah, it's like been a give while me in the last year and a half since the last time you hung out. A couple times, times, few times. Yeah, and he's come on once. I know that. Yeah, I think um, once or twice. Yeah, yeah. But it's Although like I will you, say you this, go into the well a lot you know, there. I feel. You know like. what happened though? I'll, I'll tell you a real quick story though. Yeah. Last year after the World Series, yeah, the World Series that was the shortened season. Yeah, I texted him and I said, "Hey, can you come on?" And he said, "Yeah, sure, no problem." So he came on. You were on vacation, as a matter of fact, right? LZ day. and you did the interview, right? Yeah. And he came on the air, and. I missed a text from Bergman because I guess the Dodgers had asked Bergman to not mention the Justin Turner situation after the right. game last right. year. And I missed it and didn't see it. And of course and, you asked him. Like, well, I said, hey, and I, it, the way I asked it was not like hardcore going yeah. for a kill type of interview. It was no, very right. benign, you know, yeah. but just anyway, it was a story that everybody was talking about and I missed it. And Bergman was in my ear going, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm like, oh, that's great. Do that to me while we're on the air. Scream yeah. in my ear, why don't you? Well, I'm, yeah. you know, I, but I missed the text, you know? And so, um, yeah, I mean, that happened. That <laughs> happened on the walking air. sitcom. I swear to God. Well, I love it. Good this thing is Curb like a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode, right. which is interesting because we're going to talk about Curb Your Enthusiasm a little later. Um, so, all right, let's get into last night. We'll, can we do that on the other yeah, side? let's do it. Because the Dodgers won, and people need to deal with it, basically, is the way I would describe it. Because this reaction today is just annoying. So we'll get to that. Plus, Ramona has double-texted me, and she can because we're friends, um, about something about you, Cap. So let me. we'll get to that on the other side as well. Mama Momo chiming in on the conversation we were just having. So let's get to that. Stick around. Laura, he knew you were dancing. Yo, as that music started playing, I literally started dancing on my chair, and then he mentions my name. I'm like, damn, Chris knows me so well. <laughs> you were dancing yeah. in your chair? I mean, I'm not going to talk about what I was doing, but, you know, I was dancing. Yeah, well, I mean, did there you was get hips up and, moving and shoulders and, and, yeah, and I mean, neck movement, yep. was my guess. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Genuine. 51 genuine, Lindsay. Could you believe young man. that? It's a very that young makes man. me feel so old. I remember Stop. like Stop. when this song came out, and Stop like I was it. probably in middle school or whatever. <laughs> young man, like, man, it's a young guy. He's hot still. See, fifty-one he year old guy looking. can be hot. Mm -hmm. I can't believe he's fifty-one. That's like my dad. That's your dad? Is that what you just said? Yeah, but your dad, your dad's fifty-one. No, he's a little bit older than that, but still, fifty-one is a dad age. It is definitely a dad. And, and you yeah, don't think well, of genuine, and you think of, you know, you, you think don't. of him as like a hot, sexy guy. Pony. You don't yeah. think of dads. Yeah. Not that dads can't be hot and sexy, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. You know? I know a couple of dads that are hot and sexy. Yeah, like who? Like me and you, buddy. <laughs> I don't know about that. Did you say yourself? 
That's right. I said us, me and George. That's oh, okay. right. Hot and sexy. You could call all their dads hot and sexy, but I think calling yourself hot and sexy dad, you know, you, you at least need someone to suggest it first. <laughs> well, well, you listen, I didn't, I didn't just put myself in that category. At least I brought somebody you, with you, me. You did that. See, this is very much in line with your Dave Roberts thing. Like yeah. you're, you're, you're doing the nice thing, but you're also doing the thing for yourself too. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> yeah, look, you finally admitted it. Yeah, so I true. appreciate that. <laughs> because Laura and Lindsay, am I I know Chris agrees with me because he already texted the text chat, but Laura and, and Lindsay, are am I on to something here? That Kaplan is doing the nice thing, but also doing the nice thing so that Roberts can then do the thing for him. Yes. A hundred percent. A thousand percent. He's always you always gotta have like something in it for you, right? You're an angler. Yeah, exactly. Kaplan. That's the word. You're an angler. That's what you are. An angler. Well, congratulating Dave Roberts is a nice thing to do, and I think yes. it's a lovely yes. gesture. Very yes. true. But by the yes. same token, yes. he, know, he knows he knows why I'm going to send him a note on a day like today. Not no. dumb. He knows. No. You should have no. just sent. If you were really just going to send the note because you guys do have a friendly conversation, you guys know each other, you just send a text. I have friends. I actually have a friend who yeah. just got this huge promotion. She was killing, she's killing the game, and I literally just text her, hey, girl, congrats. Yeah. Okay. It's so I'll give, you, I'll give you a sports example, okay? In the bubble, the Lakers played the Heat, right? In mm-hmm. the uh, in the NBA Finals. Yeah. And I sent a message to one Patrick James Riley, who won four championships with the Los Angeles Lakers. And Wait, do you need won. to stop and pick something up? Do you need to pick something go. up there? I did. I, I will pick it up, and, and then I will give it right back to you. But wait, that's I, a little I, different because it was in a work context, so carry on. Um, so Patrick James <laughs> Riley, so I sent him. I just sent him a message like, hey, man, congrats. This is awesome to see you guys, you know, in this position again. Pretty cool. Um, you know, this is a guy who literally, like, I grew up covering this guy, like, in my in my life. Like, my, my career was formulated by covering that man. Um, and... And so, but I didn't ask. I, you, you think I asked him? Hey, you think well, Patrick? Did you, you want him? Pat, did you, you want him to come, come on, on the, the air? No, did, absolutely not. Okay, Zero. See, so that's the to, difference. Yes, that's the difference. You were congratulating Pat just to say congratulations. Yes, I was saying congratulations to Dave, but at the same time, I was also inviting him to come on the air. Now, now Laura, you should have waited you, a few days, by the way. Yeah, well, but today's Friday, so I guess I could wait till Monday. Laura, your friend that got this new job and this great promotion, right? Yes, sir. You, you send congratulations to that person. Yes, I did. Did that person, is that person going to make an appearance on the show anytime soon? No. Okay, so you see, guys, here's the difference. I'm congratulating someone who I have a friendship with, but that person is also very relevant to our audience. So I'm saying, hey, congrats, because I'm starting with a pleasantry. Then I'm working into, but I have an ulterior motive. Of course you do. Can you come on the show? Yes. You see? But you could have waited because my friend could make an appearance here. She is very relevant. Oh. But not in sports, but just relevant to LA. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to be like, yo, you know what I mean? Like, you just, you let it marinate. No, I disagree. I disagree. Let me ask you a question. You're not a marinator. Well, but let me ask you a question. If if I were the producer, if I were producing the show today and said, hey, guys, I'm going to go after Dave Roberts. I'm going to go after Dave Roberts to get him on the air today. Mm-hmm. Should I should I not do that? I mean, is that not a relevant person to possibly put on the air today? So for me, I have his number. I have a relationship. Hey, congratulations. Good for you. Super happy for you. Next text. Hey, by the way, I'm calling in a small favor. Can you possibly give us five minutes? Now, if he could, I'm guessing he would. Thus far, I haven't heard back from him. They've traveled. They partied overnight. They're busy. I got it. But yes, he understands. That's why I'm texting. It's no secret. I'm not ashamed. Yeah. No shame. I'm not not doing it to shame you. I just think it's hilarious. 
Ain't no shame in his game. Yeah. Anyway, um, so real quick, let's talk about yesterday's game because I do want to get to this Ramona text, which I think is pretty funny too. Uh, So the Dodgers win, and people have lost their mind. All they want to talk about is, oh, the terrible check swing and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I mean, I get it. It was a terrible check swing call. Like, it wasn't a strike. But I'll do this. You know, Kaplan, I love me the numbers, right? I love playing the percentages. I'm big on that, right? You do what the percentages say, and it's why they chose the path that they chose yesterday, Dave Roberts and company, right? That's the reason they went out there and started Corey Knebel and, you know, brought in Bruce Dorr, Gratterall after that, and then finally brought in ODS in the third inning. So I'm a big believer in that. And what that what what happened yesterday, okay, let's just say for argument's sake, that ump says, nope, didn't swing. It is one and two with two outs in the bottom of the ninth inning, and it's Wilmer Flores at the plate against arguably the greatest pitcher of this generation, arguably, it's in the he's in the discussion, right? Of this particular era. Off a law, off a one nothing loss, okay, and all he's got to throw is one inning. Like, do we honestly believe that the math isn't heavily tilted into Max Scherzer's favor? Like, almost like ninety percent that he's going to get him out anyway. Yes, uh, the math is in the favor of the pitcher, not in the hitter. As a matter of fact, um, one of the you know baseball writers, Bob Nightingale, I'm sure everybody knows that name from USA Today. Yeah. He put out a tweet that said, look, if they would have called that a ball, it's a one and two count. Scherzer's still on the mound and Flores is still in the batter's box. And career numbers, Flores against Scherzer is 0 for 17 with eight Correct. strikeouts. Yeah. So the numbers suggest that Scherzer was going to win the battle. I mean, here's Flores who's never gotten a hit off Scherzer and who struck out eight times against Scherzer. Now that's true. On the other hand, George... It only takes one pitch and one stroke of the bat to hit the ball to completely change the game. And so while I'm sure Giants fans today are devastated and Dodger fans today are in celebration mode, those that didn't really have a dog in the fight, at least what I've seen all through social media, is they feel cheated as if, gosh, you know, the numbers were in the favor of Scherzer and the Dodgers, to be sure. But still, a first base umpire rings a guy up on a check swing from first, in that game five, in in the bottom of the ninth with two down. Man, that's a that's a gutsy thing to do as a first base umpire. And I mean, there was like a practical post game, you know, admission of yeah, mm, it doesn't look like a strike now, does it? No, not really. So listen doesn't really matter though what's done is done and that is the human element of the game the Dodgers move on the Giants don't that's the end all and and my thing is this just to add to that this is a sport where literally the guys who are the most successful at it at the plate are what succeeding 30 percent of the time you know what I mean like the numbers are so tilted in the favor of the pitcher even against the great guys okay like so just it's it's just nonsense to me so anyway so I, I I'm annoyed by that I'm annoyed that no one is talking about the genius of the Dodgers and Dave Roberts. They're stinking geniuses. It should be called the text message game um, because he texted the whole thing to, to, to Gabe Kapler. And, you know, it's, it's a win for the Dodgers. It's a win for analytics. It, you know, all the, nobody's talking about that today. All we're talking about is the stupid check swing, which probably would have been an out anyway down the road. Well, you know what? Here's what I'd like to talk about. 
to me, I found last night's game to be one of the most fascinating game fives or decisive games. Could be a game seven. In any sport at any time, I've literally been racking my brain all day long. Rack them. Ha- has there ever been a time that you can think of where two teams are 100% perfectly evenly matched, where all the statistics say that these two teams are completely even? George, did you realize that last night, as the game was going to the top of the ninth inning, the, uh, there was an overhead shot of the ballpark in San Francisco, and it had the innings, 0, 0, 0, 0. And then the Dodgers and the Giants both scored one run in the sixth inning. So if you were to look at the score, it was 1-1. Both teams had six hits. They had zero errors. They both scored in the sixth. Every single number was exactly the same. They were separated by one game during the regular season. They had the same number of wins going into yesterday's game. They had the same number of runs going into the top of the ninth inning. They both scored in the same inning. They both had the same number of hits. I mean, everything was as evenly matched as I've ever seen in any sport at any time. I can't think of anything including, where... Including, by the way, uh, also feeling jilted by a check swing. They won the division because of a check swing back in August. So, you know what? Life's a B. Uh, there's, there's a reason to shorten the word, the letter, uh, a, a word with the letter B. Not my bad, but my, you know, you know the word I was... I do know the word, say. yeah. Rhymes with which. Mm-hmm. Uh, but either way, all right, coming up next, what should we call this series? Vince Scully said it was the greatest uh, series... And game yesterday in the rivalry's history. What should that game or series be called? 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. We'll get more into the series. I want to get into the Raiders and what the hell they do next. I love Duck Hunt, and I also did love the dog who would laugh at you and you'd miss. It was actually very funny. What an excellent uh, video game. And, you know, you had to have the gun. Did you cheat with the gun and you put it on the on the screen when you would just get pissed off you know, and you, you couldn't hit it? If you try doing that, it doesn't really work because I did try doing that. Never really? worked for me. Huh. But yeah, you know it worked back in the day. I did thought. you ever play Duck Hunt Cap? I feel like it's something you might be good at. No, I've never played Duck Hunt. You know, I'm I'm very anti uh guns in video games, you know? Like my kids are. I mean, like, but no. this is like nineteen eighty eight, dude. Yeah, Were you was, anti-guns in nineteen eighty eight? I've been anti-gun a long time, George. Long time anti-gun. That's right. No, actually, to be honest with you, no. I don't know the game. Like, I, mean, I never played that game. I don't remember that game. Okay, I was going to say, if you saw the game, it's like a three-by-three three pixel that you could barely tell that it's a bird flying <laughs> in the air. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, yeah, it was like literally like pixel art. Um, it, 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 how old were you in 1988? 18. I mean, I feel like video games, 18 is still like something you do, no? I don't know, man. I feel like, the, like Atari 2600 was the video game console of my childhood. Right. You know? And I told you that how I got my Atari, which will tell you that yeah, your dad got, got like uh, he like <laughs> he did like some sort of scam, right? Yeah, total scam because yeah. we there was nobody in my house that was getting a Nintendo system. Okay, that wasn't happening. That wasn't exactly in the fam budget, you know. Yeah. So I took I took a broken Atari twenty six hundred. A friend of mine got a brand new Atari twenty six hundred. He gave me the box. My dad put my broken system in the box, took it back to the store where the guy got it, said, hey, this doesn't work, returned it, and we walked out with a brand-new Atari 2600. That's how I got my brand-new game console. <laughs> smart. Mr. Kaplan was smart. There's no doubt. Uh, smart so is cheap. So is Jay. Jay in L.A. is on the phone, and he's smart because it just simply says he agrees with me, so I'll just assume he's smart. Go ahead, Jay. Yo, good afternoon. It's a beautiful day in L.A., 
It is. Uh, yo, I'm agree with you guys. It, it it was a check swing. Who knows what would have happened? It's Wilmer Flores. He's not gonna hit a two run home run to walk it off. So forget about that. But we've been on that other side of the stick where we get the wrong call or something bad happens to our team and we get screwed out of the next round. Hanley Ramirez, 2013. I say that was intentional. 2017. Look at what happened with the Astros. 2018. Some could say it was questionable. Some say it did happen with Boston. You don't know, but those are three huge events that happened to the Dodgers that didn't go our way. Well, so why not? Don't go so far, Jay. Against the Giants, Corey Seager, the check swing that they called it a strike. Yeah. I mean, it, it's the same exact thing, and it cost the Dodgers the division. And if I may, if I may add to that, does no one want to question the fact that the Giants in the past four years were never a 500 team? And also, all of a sudden, Logan Webb, who had a almost six ERA, is now unhittable in the playoffs. When in 2019 he was caught using steroids, and yo, I don't know, I don't know if you guys want to look into it, but in high school he played football. Someone said that's when he started juicing. My guy has over 3,700 yards, 44 touchdowns. I don't know. L- listen, I don't know. The Giants, I don't know, where just win 107 games. From never being well, it able takes to more win than one 100 dude, games. Yeah, it takes more than one dude. Now, Jay, I appreciate the call. Now, Cap, look, I'm a firm believer that there are plenty of guys in sports, not just baseball, in sports, using PEDs still. They're just better at not getting caught. Um, I also don't care that any of them are using, if they are, uh, using PEDs. I didn't care when they were using PEDs because all of this is for my entertainment. Right. I know people scream and yell about, the records and the sanctity of the game. I'm like, no, bro, it's entertainment. I don't yeah. care about your Yeah, records. and people people forget pretty quickly because did anybody see Barry Bonds sitting there last night at the game like being celebrated like the great San Francisco giant legend that Well, he, he was is? always celebrated in San Francisco no matter what, though. Fair point, but, I mean, listen, um, there was no defending what Barry Bonds had – he was – he was gu- he was busted. He was guilty. Uh, point being, though, is that you know he's there last night, and nobody up there cares. He's their hero. He's the guy who hit all those home runs. He still had to put the bat on the ball. Look, I know people are like, it's just so wrong, and and it's not right. The history of the game. And I'm like, dude, um, hit as many home runs as you can. Okay, let him juice. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I'm with you. We agree. Yeah. Solomon in Lake Balboa. Solomon, what do you got? Hello. Yo, Solomon. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm outside, a lot of traffic noise. Yeah, I'm going to call it the comeuppance game. You know why? I'll tell you why. Did Wilmer Flores swing at that last pitch? Probably not. Giants get screwed? Probably. Did the Giants cheat when they had a spy in center field for the Bobby Thompson home run? You bet they did. It's been documented. Baseball (laughs) gods, baby. Dodgers won. Giants won. Thank you very much. Moving on. Bring on the Braves. Okay, Solomon, thank you for the call. I guess that's fair. All is fair in love and war, they say. But, you know, I forgot, forgot, though, George, last night, when when the Giants after the game brought up the fact that there was a check swing earlier in the season that actually helped the Giants beat the Dodgers in L.A., and the way they brought that up was like, well, we kind of got one earlier, and now they got one here. It just so happens this was game five, the elimination game. But we definitely got one from them earlier in the year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Juan in L.A. Juan, what's up? Yeah, I, I want to call it the, the check for the West. Because okay. that check swing was just, like, beautiful. I, I, I love that it ended like that. And I'm even surprised that shoe polish right there uh, 
is okay with it, man. I, I thought he'd be upset that the Dodgers won. But uh, and on another note, you know, I, I want to congratulate you on uh, doing games because a couple of weeks ago I heard you and, and Shoe Polish right there, you know, do a game while I was on my way home, and it was great. So uh, congrats to you and all that. Me and are, you calling, are you calling me shoe, shoe polish, Juan? Yeah, shoe what? polish, because he paints his hair with shoe polish, huh? Me? Yeah, you. No, no, now hold on a second here. Hold on a second. I don't paint my hair with shoe polish. I get it properly dyed by the girl who does my hair. That's not shoe polish. That's like just for men in a salon or something, man. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Okay, then my apologies, man. I just thought you did it with some shoe polish. My bad. No, man. Yeah. I'm with shoe and, polish and with proper wait, hair dye. Are you, are you, are you congratulating? Who are you congratulating about doing games? Me or Cap? You, you, man, you. you yeah, but I wasn't amigo. doing it with you, Scott. No, but we were doing it on the air. We were, we were oh, rehearsing yeah, for you. Right, right. But he air. said he listened to me. He caught me in a, doing a game recently. No, no. I, I said I, I heard you doing the game while I was driving home on the radio one day with shoe polish right there. Right. But I'm sorry with the name shoe polish. My bad. It's, no, no, but I want a different properly, name. I, I want a different painted. one. Properly yeah, like, painted. I'm going to call you. Properly, properly painted. painted. I like that. Properly painted. I can live with properly painted. <laughs> shoe polish doesn't work right. because it's not shoe polish. But All right, Juan. Gracias. You know, George, I did get my hair cut recently, and I did not get my hair dyed. And it is kind of going a little salt and pepper, not to mention I haven't shaved all week, and I got a little salt and pepper going there, and I can't decide. Does it look distinguished and sophisticated, or does it just look old? I haven't made up my mind yet. Um, I don't know. Ask the ladies. What do you think, Laura? I mean, first of all, I don't even didn't notice that you did all that stuff. So. That's actually just good enough right there. We don't need any more. Lindsay? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I like when I don't mind when guys dye their hair, um, but I like when they mix it, you know, so it's not super obvious. Like you're just like, blatantly covering it all like you don't want to do what like um, like the reverse, like what Mason used to do. Yes, I don't like yeah. that. I, I think you can mix it in and make it look natural, at least, yeah. you know, so you're like you're great aging gracefully. Yeah, yeah. not just covering it up. I know, but it's like my 14 year old daughter who doesn't like my breathing and doesn't like my eating. She also doesn't like my gray hair. So a lot of times what? we'll go to like a CVS, we'll buy a just for men, and then she'll do my hair. And the only problem is, is the color never really works. You know, then all of a sudden I'm a redhead. I'm like an Oompa Loompa. Well, you're using the wrong kind. That's why. Wrong brand or yeah. wrong color? No, no, I think it's the wrong color. There's a whole, we get this whole off air conversation. I can help you out with it. Wow. There you go. Lens, can you give me some tips? Yeah. My best friend is a, she does hair, and she's the only person I let touch my hair. And I found a gray hair recently and oh. was freaking out about it. Oh. And she was like, don't don't pluck them because people apparently pluck them. Mm. And she was like, don't. Do. Yeah. She said, don't do that because then, then I don't know, something about. Allegedly, they grow more, more back. Yeah. Yeah. More, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know. To... That's an old wives tale. though. Mm. I think real? it is. I think it is. You know what, though, is true. Because I used to pluck one <laughs> and now I have like five in that one spot. I'm like, I'm 33. No. I have one. I have one on like one I'm of my so sideburns. That's it. Like Uno? One that's it? Yeah. Yeah, well, let me tell you something. Finding a gray hair on your head is horrible. Okay? Try finding one on your chest. You're like, wait a second. What's going on here? I can what? beat that. I have one on my eyebrow. You have a gray you have hair some... on your eyebrow? One. I, have oh, to, I that... pluck it because I get cool, so actually. mad. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, like one. Do you have any in your nose hair when they do the wax in your hair, Kaplan? Um, I do, although, you know, I did tell you that I've given up on all of my nostril waxings. Yes. Um, I think I'm still picking wax out of my nose. Yeah, probably. From a few uh, weeks ago. Um, you know, 
Speaking of uh, of picking stuff, the Raiders are going to have to pick a coach. Uh, they're also going to have to pick up um, from their losing ways to get back to their winning ways. So what the heck happens with the Raiders this weekend? What kind of adjustments are we looking at with them? We'll get to that in just a moment. Stick around. All right, happy Friday. Dodgers are going to the NLCS. They play tomorrow. Are we going to have the game on here tomorrow? I don't even know anymore. Like I, I Bergman sends yes. some emails. I can't even check anymore. I don't even know. Do we know? Lindsay, can yes, you tell us? Yes, we do have it. Okay, we have it tomorrow. You can catch it right here on 710 ESPN. What about I, Wednesday I, of next week? Because, you know, we got the Lakers on Tuesday for the tip of the season, and then Wednesday, the Dodgers and Braves, I believe it's it's game three, which would be back in L.A. Is that game also? Are we going to air that? Do we know yet? I All mean, right, it's a know. little too early. Yeah, We don't well, know yet. You, you always take that extra step. I got to go forward, man. I got to look into the future, man. I got a crystal ball. I got to make my plans. You understand? Oh, it's funny. Like you do. You take the extra step. I do appreciate that about you, though. Um, I, I will say this. You do cut off the extra step sometime before I get to the Raiders. So, Ramon, I meant to mention this text she sent. She said, she asked me the question, do we really need to shorten bad to be? As in when you say my be. Yeah. Because she says the girls in high school she used to go to used to shorten Taco Bell to just Bell, and she thought that was silly. <laughs> Not, not Taco B. Yeah, because she says that you would spend more time explaining it than uh, shortening the word. You know what I mean? So it's like, which is yeah. a fair point, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. My bad somehow became my B. I, what I try and do is, and I think all moms and dads out there can appreciate where I'm about to come from. When you have a teenager mm-hmm. and they use certain phrases, mm-hmm. I try and incorporate those phrases oh. To make this me is, sound a little younger, no, for no, example. No, no, no. This is where you. This is where you're. You can't do that. Why? They don't want you to sound like them. Okay, but let me give you an example. You ready? Yeah. If I had a piece of pizza and I think it's really good, I'll go like this. I'll go, Yo, this pizza is fire. You know, fire didn't mean really good back in the day. It actually meant like things are on fire. Like there's flames. It's hot. Things can burn. Now, if something's really, really good, it's fire or it's dope. Or it's bomb. And so I try to incorporate these, you know, these new definitions into my terminology so that, you know, when you look at my gray hair, you go, oh, that's a young guy. You just happened to go gray early. See what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, Linz, like, how do you feel about Kaplan trying to emulate his uh, younger children's vocabulary? I don't know. I just think it's funny, especially how the meanings of words really do change. Like, mm-hmm. dope. You know, dope is like, oh, that's cool. It's a good thing. It's no longer a drug. Right, exactly. Or what's another one? Like, Well, well, drugs make you feel good. I mean, so there's that. I'll give you you a new one that I'm using a lot. They have long-lasting effects, but, I mean, they do make you feel good. You did use one the other day that you were trying to be super hip, and it was not working. Which one? Do you remember which one it was? I can't remember. All right, well, next time, do me the favor of at least writing it down and tell me, like, like, critique it. Say, hey, that sounded really good and very natural, or, hey, that didn't sound very good. I'll give you a new one that I'm using now. My new one is this. Oh, that is gas. Now, gas used to just mean stuff you put in your car, you know? Then then gas has the sports. Don't say that ever again. But there's sports. No, actually, please keep saying it. If a pitcher throws really fast, he's throwing gas. But now, if if something's really good, now it's gas. Ooh, that's gas. No. No. Laura, how do you feel about Kaplan's vocabulary here? I mean, you just try too hard. Like, 
I wouldn't want my parents sounding like me, so just yeah. don't do it. Yeah. I don't think they want you sounding like them either, um, to be honest with you. Like, Cap, like mm-hmm. if you had to guess, mm-hmm. when you say those things back to your kids, do they do they giggle when you do it? No, they're, they're upset. Because just to give you an example, Laura, here's a phrase that, like, my daughter, who's 14, will call me bro. And then once she calls me bro, I'll call her bro every second for the next, like, five minutes to the point where she's like, bro, stop calling me bro, bro. And I'm like, okay, bro, I'll stop calling you, bro. It's all good, bro. Like, and, and so now I just irritate her by calling her what she just called me. You feel me, bro? This is why they act the way they act with you and they get annoyed with you. Yeah, this is why they don't like the way you breathe. <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to say all that, but yeah, pretty much. And then you have them calling the station to call you things. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but that's also because I didn't know when somebody was born. So that that's... Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of a big deal, that's too. Bad, yeah. um, all right, so... Let's do this, bro. Let's talk about the Raiders. So, look, you played football, man. Like, I, I, I would imagine that. Now, did you ever lose a coach like midseason or anything like that, or no? Um, not that I can think of midseason, but um, but definitely but how about change coaches. of coaching. Oh like, yeah, from year to year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Twice yeah. in the college career, yeah. man. So that I would imagine that adjustment was difficult. I would imagine this is even more difficult. I think the Raiders are either going to – I think one of two things happens with the Raiders based on what took place this past week with John Gruden and his resignation. Either the Raiders really rally, you know, because, George, I'm sure you saw the press conferences earlier this week. You know, Derek Carr, did you see what he had to say about John Gruden? When everybody else in the world was distancing themselves from John Gruden? Yeah, he talked about how much he loved him. I love the guy, and I I love his family, and we had a great relationship, and I'm really sad about what's happened to him now. I saw what he said and I didn't really like it, but that that all you know aside, I love the guy. And so he didn't he didn't like say, hey, I don't ever want to talk about him. You know, like Sean McVay, everybody was gonna ask Sean McVay, like, coach, this is your mentor. What do you think? And Sean's like, you know, we just got an opportunity here against the Giants this week, and that's what we're really focused on around here. And so That was I'm, actually not a terrible McVay, I gotta be honest with you. I'm working on it. I'm I'm working on a McVay impression. Yeah. Um so that's early stages. Yeah. But that's why people are going to ask them these questions. And I think for the Raiders, you're either going to have this locker room come together and say, look what has happened to our team. Look where we were two weeks ago. Look where we are today. Look what has happened. We got to rally together. Or they're going to completely fall apart, fall flat on their face, and this season just spirals quickly. So for me, I, I see it as one of two. They rally. They compete. They're alive. Wait. Or they fall flat on their face and they die, and this season becomes just a giant disaster. So I'm not sure there there's a, an in between. Is there a, a, a feasible third option? Like I don't. I think those are your only two options, right? Like either you th- continue to thrive or you or you fail, right? Yeah. Like there's you know, right? Yeah, I can't really find. I can't really find like that middle ground. You know what I'm saying? Because you made it, it sounded really profound when you said yeah. it, right? But then yeah. I thought about what you were actually saying. And I'm like, well, that that's kind of the way it works. There's only there's two roads here. Yeah, there's, there's either the- hey they rally and things are 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 good, or no it, they don't rally and it's a disaster, right? right but, and, I, but yeah, but what I okay. what I don't see what I don't see is like an eight and nine or a nine and eight. You know, I, I don't see that. that oh, I near, see what you're saying yeah, now. Okay, I, I see yeah, yeah, yeah. either giant implosion or rally and compete. 
You know, I, I don't see that, hey, we'll just sort of linger. Yeah. But eight and the nine, they're three and two right now. You can't see them just keep winning a few and losing a few. I don't know, you know. Well, I just feel like, you know, you, you look at you look at the offensive coordinator of the Raiders, a guy named Greg Olson. Greg Olson's been a long time NFL assistant coach, quarterback yeah. coach, offensive coordinator. As a matter of fact, before John Gruden got the head coaching job in Oakland, Greg Olson was the coordinator yeah. for Sean McVay. Yeah. And when Gruden took the head coaching job, um, Olson announced he was leaving the Rams and he was going to the Raiders. Yeah. And so he's been around a long time. And by the way, if you go deeper into his resume, when Derek Carr was drafted by the Raiders, uh -huh. Greg yeah. Olson was the offensive coordinator of yeah. the Raiders back then. So he was Derek Carr's original offensive coordinator. So uh -huh. could Greg Olson, the way he calls a game, the way he devises a game plan, could it be different? Could it be better than what John Gruden was doing? That, to me, is a big question mark about this game this weekend. All right, we'll, we'll see how that works itself out. Uh, all right, coming up next, you mentioned Sean McVay and your Sean McVay impersonation. I do want to get into the Rams. They're kind of in this unique situation, too. Bounce back or trap game? We'll get to that in a little bit. Plus, some takeaways from the Dodgers series and what they've done and accomplished to this point. We'll get to some of that and some Lakers talk coming up. Stick around. 710 ESPN. Back in three minutes and 30 seconds.